0: This is the Bushwick Variety Show, and I'm Alec III. Greetings, neighbors, friends, citizens of the world, and conscious beings of all various types. Thank you so much for listening to the Bushwick Variety Show. This episode features Laura Henney, the owner and operator of The Rack Shack. Now, The Rack Shack uh, and Laura Henney, Laura Henney happens to be my wife, and I'm super proud of her she's had this business now for five years. Um, we've been, she's been working hard. I've been, you know, in a supporting role there, but, uh, we actually just moved the shop a couple weeks ago, or maybe it's almost a month ago now. Um, I don't know what time is anymore, but, uh, the new location is open. It's been open for a few weeks or a month. Like I said, at 17 Thames Street, I'm super proud of her. Um, I've wanted her to be on this show since the very beginning. Uh, But I could have interviewed her myself, um, but for the first one, I wanted somebody else to interview her. So I had different ideas about who to be the guest host for that episode. And then uh, this summer, she was in Jade Marcotte's podcast, I'm Hot Right. And I listened to that episode, and as I was listening to it, I was like, you know, this is actually a really good episode. Um, And so I also had Jade Marcotte on. Um, back in episode 110 uh, so check that out if you want to hear more about her definitely check out her podcast um, but so for this episode since the store is open at 17 Thames Street um, love the new location i still in Bushwick and it's right around uh, Pine Box Rock Shop where I used to manage and 983 Life Cafe uh, 983 where Laura used to manage and so yeah it's just kind of right where we wanted to open up from the beginning. It's next to Syndicated, um, right by Roberta's. Um, it's where Tomahawk Salon used to be. And so, yeah, so like I said, I'm super proud of her. So, for this episode, you're going to hear the episode of I'm Hot Right that Laura was on. Um, and so, I'm going to just let them take it away. And yeah, going forward, you might hear some other guests. You might hear her actually on this at some time. But for the first one, I wanted to do this a little bit differently. So, without further ado, this is Laura Henney, the owner and operator of The Rack Shack. And this conversation is hosted by Jade Marcotte, um, and it's a recast of her I'm Hot Right podcast. So check that out. Let's hear their conversation.
1: I'm hot, I'm hot, everyone thinks I'm hot. They all want to have sex with me, how could they not? And take me home to meet. Their mom and their dad. I'm hot. I'm super hot I'm
0: hot right everyone thinks I'm hot like actually hot. There's no way I'm not I should be a model right they want to take me home at night
1: Welcome back to I'm Hot Right, the podcast where I bully people into talking about how hot they think they are. It's me, Jade Marcott, so excited for my next guest. She owns an inclusive laundry shop in Bushwick, Brooklyn called The Rack Shack. It's where I buy my bras and where you should buy yours too. It's Laura Henny. Hi. Hey. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. It's it's so hot, but I, I mean, I haven't really been going outside, so I don't really know how hot it is outside.
2: Well, I just came from outside, and it's very hot outside. Okay,
1: okay. As long as you know how hot it
2: is. Um, How are things? Things are good. Um, You know, pandemic, the world is crashing and everything. But other than that, things are great.
1: Yeah, you're my first guest that I've actually seen recently. Because, as I was saying, I do buy my bras from you. Love, Love them so much. So I have gone into the shop. It looks like it's doing well
2: yeah i mean like i'm doing my appointments only now and i'm be open and that i can see people's faces again which is really nice
1: the Uh, top half masked
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah a lot of people actually i see in the shop so yeah that's good a person never mind
1: (laughs) so um (laughs) I actually, I, I really love your store. I, I think I found it on Google. Must have been over the winter was the first time, maybe like in the fall that I first came in. And I remember being so scared. And I think a lot of women share this fear of yeah. lingerie shopping, of bra shopping. And I saw your store come up on Google and there were so many like uh, reviews from like, trans people from women of color and I was just like oh my god I think I found my store everyone was so excited and I was like I don't I don't know if they'll have anything for me uh I'm terrified um but I I'm so glad I found you
2: yeah I mean that's the whole reason why I opened the shop because Mm -hmm. I was also terrified always like I tell people for me bra shopping was going to the dentist it was like oh, I need a bra, I don't know where to go, everything's so ugly, people are so mean, like, what am I supposed to do? But yeah, I mean, I don't understand why that is the case for us busty, busty people.
1: So, um, just so people get an idea, I have a J-cup size, I think US size? no, that might be UK. UK, yeah oh, it's crazy that you remember my bra size and it's N, I think, <laughs> um, in U.S. sizes. And I, honestly, before I had come to your shop, I've been fitted so many times over the years, bought a bra, usually in that size range, it's like $100 for a bra, uh, gone home and it hasn't fit at all. And it's been like, it looks like, like a maternity bra, I would describe it as. And yeah. so i was so shocked that i could find something that actually fit me there
2: well i mean that's the whole point of course of my shop so it does um i carry over 150 sizes because
1: really?
2: also sizes for very petite women um and because i want not to be like a specialty store for people with big boobs because i always felt that i need to like was an alien because i had to go to this grandma store like somewhere in the middle of nowhere where yeah um so i wanted to be like a little cutesy boutique where normally people that didn't have an abc cup couldn't shop but that like now you can just walk in and be like oh you know do you have my size, and that I can just full-heartedly say yes, and also pretty things, you know? Right,
1: right, and that's the fun thing about your store too is, you know, honestly, I I don't think I've ever been accurately fitted, and I don't think I had been fitted in a few years. I just kind of gave up on it. But the things that I was finding around my size were just so horrible. But your store has like fun colors like different things um is it mostly young people that come in what's like the age range that comes into your store just curious
2: well so it changed a little bit over the past year because Mm -hmm. or yeah in 2020 so it was mainly young people um also that's why i'm like a lot of people are like why are you in bushwick and i'm like well it's sort of, you know, a young neighborhood and also more affordable than Williamsburg or Manhattan. But it's also like, yeah, I don't, I feel for, you know, 65 plus women, you have so many stores already. Right. Uh, but then I was in New York Times in December, which was very, very exciting. That is exciting. Yeah, and it brought me so much business, but including the 65 plus ladies or the 55 plus ladies that wanted like beige bras, um, but five of them with matching underwear. So, you know, now I do understand why <laughs> a lot of the stores only have like very maternal, like older lady bras, because these ladies spend a shit ton of money. So it's... um. A little bits but I want to still focus on younger you know younger people and sexier fun styles and I am very happy that I've known as like a, a place where people get really well fitted um, and that's also what got me that like more clientele because of the article but yeah I I am aiming for more you know people like us that want just want to look hot and cute yeah
1: yeah yeah and I think I think like that's kind of like a big misconception because I've dated a lot of people and they're always just like oh well you have like really big breasts so like you can go to Victoria's Secret and find something really sexy and it's like uh no there's that I don't I think Victoria's Secret stopped selling at like a triple d maybe and even then it's kind of like Is that really a triple D? I don't think so.
2: No, correct. Um, They, yeah, their largest size (laughs) is triple D. And then, like, but the cute stuff ends at like D double D ish.
1: Right, double D. I think a double D.
2: I remember when I just started dating my now husband. um, (laughs) It was very cute. He wanted to buy me lingerie. Mm -hmm. And so, our first Christmas, he gave me this um, Victoria's Secrets like Boost J thing.
1: Oh, what do you do with that?
2: (laughs) And I was like, How did you shop for me? He was like, I don't know. I just told him he had really big boobs. And he came home with like this like thirty eight triple D situation. And I mean I wore it and it was cute. But I was like, yeah,
1: no. No. Yeah. I had a guy buy me lingerie recently from like I don't know, some like very cheap like lingerie online store. And it was the kind of lingerie where like the middle of the breast is exposed, like the like nipple, but like the whole like middle of your breast. But my boobs are so big that it was like digging into the sides of my breast. And it's like no longer cute. I wish like I don't understand all these places that cater to because it was also like um like a curvy lingerie type of online store. Yeah. And, but I don't understand why it's curvy all over, except for the boobs.
2: Lingerie, even sexy lingerie, like for it to fit really well, it has to be like cup-sized a little bit. Right,
1: it really does.
2: Yeah. And now there are brands like um, Curvy Kate and... um uh, playful promises, for example, that cater to especially they have three line like playful promises. For example, have has fleet free. Uh, sorry, three lines like core sizes, mm-hmm. queen sizes, and full bus sizes. Mm-hmm. So they make you know. So they have sort of that variety of different bodies, right? Because like the curvier brands, they're catered to, like women that have also maybe, like, a bigger booty or a bigger stomach and not, per se, like, super big boobs, you know? Like, everybody's just different proportions.
1: Yes. No, that's been a huge struggle for me because, like, I, I would say I'm pretty curvy all over, mm-hmm. and but, like, mostly in the boobs. So, like, I can – You know, and that's just like clothing shopping in general, it's like a horrible disaster when you're like, and I know you probably experienced the same thing you're, you're smaller than me. um, But I'm sure you have a very large chest you buy something that's like um, for one job I had to wear a button up shirt. Which is a disaster, an absolute <laughs> disaster. You have to buy like um like a three X to fit over your boobs, and then you're swimming in it. It's insane.
2: Hideous. <laughs> it that I sort of um walked from a job once be- for that reason because I had an opportunity to work at like one of the like fine dining, like the you know fanciest fine. Yes, din-
1: that's me too.
2: And then I was like. I didn't even go to the interview because I, I asked my friend who could get me that job. I was like, what do I have to wear? And she was like, oh, button-up shirt. I was like, I'm not going to be able to wear a button-up shirt. No, or, You know, any of the formal attire that they will have. So, sorry, no.
1: <laughs> no, it's awful because if you wear something that fits you in a more attractive way, you look like and I I hate to say it this way, but it looks like to a lot of people that you're showing off your body, and then it also starts like gaping because your boobs are so big. But then again, like you wear something that's too big everywhere else, you look unattractive, um, unprofessional in the workplace. Uh, so it's it's a it's a fucking disaster. Clothes shopping in general. The other thing that I really loved about your store, because I like I said, I was terrified to go bra shopping is I went to like your Instagram. And uh, even before Black Lives Matter George Floyd, you had a really inclusive Instagram with like women of color, different kinds of bodies and trans people. And I was just like, this is, this is good.
2: Yeah, I mean, the the reason, I just wanted to portray everybody mm-hmm. um, because like I wanted everybody to know that they were welcome in my store and um, like, in media if I can never recognize myself in any of the models so then I don't go somewhere because I'm like I'm not going to be able to fit in that or it's not me so I'm like well I want to know that you know anybody that wants to wear pretty things can come to my shop and you know try it on and um, if I don't have anything you like or it doesn't fit perfectly, I can order, you know, like, I will go above and beyond to, like, make you feel good. And, um, yeah, I think it's also not a good re- representation of our New York or our society in general, but especially New York. Like, we don't have only skinny, cis, white women here, you know? so why- Especially
1: in Bushwick. Bushwick is so queer that it's uh, so silly to I don't understand companies that don't do what you're doing just because I don't know why they do it I mean I just don't understand
2: (laughs) it either but there are more and more and more companies that do do it now yes so try not to do the whole like love your body be yourself because I'm also I I know that there are so many good intentions about that, but like, I also feel if that is sort of accentuated, if you see somebody that's slightly curvier than a regular model or it's, you can't love your body
1: like that it's special to love your body you know what i mean Like yes no no i totally understand where you see someone who has like three stretch marks and it's like oh wow i'm doing this radical thing of accepting the stretch marks and it it just makes it seem so like patronizing to say something like that it's like no you should love your body just because it's beautiful not because it's not it's abnormal and it's radical yeah it's- yeah i i don't like that either no that's stupid but. <laughs> well how did you get so good at fitting because i remember coming in and i was wearing something at least three or four sizes wrong and you literally just looked at me and were able to put me in a different bra and i i think every woman has worn a wrong size bra or every bra wearer has and um I think there's like, there's always those articles that are like half of the women are wearing the wrong bra sizes. So how were you able to do that?
2: Um, well, so I was 14 when I had a G double G cup, mm-hmm. um, and I'm from Europe and, um, over there it's, I guess a little bit more common to go and get fitted for a bra. Right. Um, And so, well, I was also back then wearing too small of a bra and I have three older sisters and my older sister, I think, was like, you have to go to a bra fitting shop. (laughs) Ridiculous. I was like, oh, okay. And so uh, I went to like the grandma shops where they fit me. Um, Yeah, since I can remember, I sort of have boobs. So I didn't know where, how to, where to look at um and then also before i opened the shop i did a lot of research and i did a bra fitting course um and then yeah just i i started fitting a lot of my friends and then i just yeah experience and looking at a lot of boobs
1: (laughs) (laughs) but what what is in the bra fitting course is it mostly about just like eyeing things was it like
2: an in-person course where
1: you just like putting boobs and bras all day? Well, the
2: course was online, um, Mm -hmm. and I just got like a lot of tutorials, Mm -hmm. and then I started practicing on my friends. Uh, But like, so a lot of stores use measuring tape, but measuring tape does not really work because uh, it depends a little bit on your breast shape as well. So if you're super full up top, you can have certain measurements, um, but you will still pop out of a bra. Or if you are very shallow up top, like you have very wide breast roots. Well, they are there. All these like
1: terms. I don't like that term at all. <laughs> <laughs> breast root? No, I don't like it.
2: <laughs> so basically, okay. So you have women that have where your boobs starts. um, and you're pointing towards like your where it meets your rib, ribs, right? Ribs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So some um most of the bras have like wider wires when you have bigger cups uh-huh if you have a lot of volume, but where it starts is not per se super wide, it can be very uncomfortable right oh well, all those things you, you have to take an account of. <laughs> No,
1: that makes a lot of sense because I've, I don't know, purchasing a bra online and just kind of like those rules to measure. I can't remember what the formula is, but I have failed almost every math class I've ever taken. So I just like look at it and I'm like, okay, measure this. And then I think you're supposed to add or divide. And I just get so overwhelmed. I've never been able to, no, it's awful. And I've never been able to like find exactly what it is. I think I try and then I just guess. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, that that's kind of like how it goes. I'm now working on this, with this other boutique to find a way to make it easier for people to find their right size online. Yeah. Um, to get like sort of a database figured out. It's like, oh, if you have this boob shape and these measurements, then this will fit you best, a little bit like that. Uh, but it's still so hard. Like- I don't
1: understand why it's so hard. I really don't. Like, I saw that there is a startup in New York like a few years ago to um, make like customized bras and then they shut out, shut down. I don't know if it was just because they ran out of funding, but one of the things that they were saying, they were like, there hasn't been enough technology, which is a funny word to use when describing bras, but like with measuring to be able to customize a bra shape for everyone.
2: Well, it's just that everybody has different shapes. So everybody needs different shapes of bras as well. And it's not that there's not enough technology. They probably just didn't have the knowledge um, because it takes, you know, a lot of um, testing and money. Like yes. there are so many people that that want to sort of invent the wheel mm-hmm. of like, oh, uh, why doesn't this wow. and this and this, why isn't this and this and this able to, um, to get a bra like this? And it's not that you're, like that it's nobody can do it it's just that certain brands work better for certain people right probably haven't found the right match of brands but like then if you find the right match like it's not always aesthetically pleasing so
1: right right I mean is it also because there just like isn't that much demand for the diverse sizes and when I'm saying diverse I'm not just saying like the big cup sizes. I know there are a lot of people who have a bigger cup size and they need a smaller band or they want a smaller cup size and they need a bigger band. There's a lot of different things that go into diverse sizing with bras.
2: Yeah, well, that's the thing. I have over 150 sizes. Um, it's just, it's not that it's that there's not enough demand. It is just really expensive and um, hard to develop those sizes and uh, then because a lot of people don't know their actual size they put themselves in the 38 triple d even though they are maybe a um you know a 32k because they have no idea so then the 32ks are not being sold because these people are wearing a 38 triple d well i
1: think a lot of people just don't know and i like and i wear an nj or whatever i wear a lot of people just don't know bra sizes after G Cup or D, triple D, double D, whatever that is. They're just like, then it ends. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I always have to ensure people when I'm like, oh, you know, I do the fitting in the shop and then I'm like, oh, you are this or this size. And people are like, ah, they're horrified because it's big. <laughs> and then I'm like listen I always have to like calm people down it's like you don't have in weird body you are very normal you're beautiful it's totally fine It's just because, for example, Victoria's Secret has had the majority of the markets for so long and they Mm. don't go bigger. So you don't know that there are all these sizes, but actually the majority of women are more than like a double D. And also the stigma of double D is huge. It's like sometimes I show people if I'm like, oh, you are actually a 32, whatever. And then they're like, oh my God. That's so big. And I'm like, okay, I'll show you a 32 double
1: D. It's actually not that big.
2: It's really not that big. It's
1: just just like, it's just media. So much media has been like focused on like the double D and like, it's like, like so many punchlines, so many plots in movies. They're just like, oh my God, she has such huge boobs. They're double D's. And I'm like, double D's. I don't know. I mean, I personally was like a double D at 10 years old. So I'm just like double D. That's <laughs> that's nothing. <laughs> but for for real, though, it's really not that big. No. And it also looks different on everyone, which I don't think a lot of people understand. It doesn't matter if you are thin. Also, it can also look very different yeah. depending on your height and just how your boobs sit on you.
2: Oh, but also a thirty-two double D is a different cup size than a thirty-four double D. That's also the thing that people don't know. The bigger you go and band, the bigger the cup goes as well. Right. So, like a thirty-four double D is the same cup size as a thirty-two triple D and a thirty-six D.
1: Right. <laughs> no, I mean yes, because what do they call that when you can like find, you uh, buy a bra that's like a different size quote unquote but it's the same what do they call that
2: exercising
1: yes. yes yes is there one for me do you know that off the top of your head
2: yeah you can wear a 34 double j or a thir-
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna help me
2: <laughs> it's just, also 38 double h i don't
1: i see Uh, There just needs to be, like, more education about women sizing in general. Women sizing, even just, like, again, like, outside of just bra sizing, like, has so much, like, diversity. Like, because I know you also sell, like, lingerie and, um, like, panties. And the size range for, like, a women's small, women's Mm -hmm. medium, women's (laughs) large, it just always changes. It's so confusing.
2: It is very confusing. Well, it's also like some it just fits snugger and some fits, you know, bigger. It's just like shoes, it, you know, and some brands, you know what to wear, but then it, within the brand, it can change as well. Mm-hmm. And depending on the fabric and depending on even the dye of the fabric, for example, like with bras um, and it's the same with panties, like black dye is stiffer. So it feels snugger than other color dye.
1: Really?
2: So, uh, yeah.
1: I I don't even know how to process that information. All <laughs> black dye feels snugger, so now it, I know it's not slimming. At least it doesn't feel slimming if I wear it.
2: <laughs> I mean, it can feel slimming, but it's just it needs a little bit longer to stretch.
1: Ah, got it, got it. Um, yeah, you have such a beautiful shop and that's incredible that you're able to fit 150 sizes. I just remember so many going to so many places in my life and them just being like, you're, I don't know what this is. When they look at my boobs, (laughs) like I've been to so many places. They're just like, this is, I don't, mm, don't know what this is. You should, I don't know. (laughs)
2: stupid thing is that I have so many customers that are around your size and around, you know what I mean? Like it's so really
1: you're
2: you're not a unicorn. I mean, you are a unicorn. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's not that you are the only one that has this size.
1: Yeah, I just think that, like, I don't know. I don't know what needs to happen but having this size of boobs and i'm i'm sure you kind of can relate to this on some level um, maybe the whole level it has been like a very like sexualized experience for me personally but also has been like a very i don't, don't want to say negative experience but like i don't know i've been laughed at a lot in my life like if i've gone running i've had a lot of people like I don't know, like laugh at me, laugh at my boobs,
2: yeah, or just always feeling the need to say something about them or grab them. Oh or- my
1: god! Yeah, you've been groped a lot in your life.
2: So much, so much. horrible. But not even only by men, also by women. Yes. Just- No, know, in clubs or whatever, they're like, oh, my God, like, strange women. I don't care. Like, my friends, whatever, they can touch my boobs whenever they want. But, like, just people, like, coming up to you and being like, oh, my God, your boobs are so big, and then just grabbing your boobs.
1: I don't know what it is about boobs that people can view it as such a sexual thing, but kind of, like, a comedic thing at the same time. But, because I've it's almost gotten to the point in my life where i have trouble viewing them like in my personal life as sexual Mm -hmm. when i'm with a partner uh because of how many times i've been like groped and like laughed at it's horrible
2: yeah it is one also i don't know like why people in general do like yeah, yeah. What you're saying? Why it's so entertaining when people have big boobs? It's like you know, get a get a fucking life. But <laughs> I don't know. It's it's.
1: I'm, maybe it's just like the diversity of bodies that like triggers something in people. But like, I just I don't know. Maybe it's also like because we're both uh, women that they're just like you know yeah. hands on. I, I just can't imagine someone being like i it's just not the same for a lot of different body parts i don't think
2: no and also because what you were saying like w- earlier in the conversation with clothing it's um, having the comments all the time about that you're showing off. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, well, you don't know that actually if I wear a turtleneck, my boobs look way bigger than because then you can see like the whole volume. than if I wear like a really low cleavage top because it sort of halves the volume up of my boobs. So it's not that I'm showing it off. It's just that I, it's more flattering. Yes. Also. I don't know if you feel the same way but like you and me i feel are both like people that like to you know just look cute so but then when we put on a cute dress it's you know all of a sudden whoa what are you wearing instead of like our friend that's wearing the same dress that doesn't have all the curves and the boobs and all that like they don't get any comments so
1: yeah, it's kind of like one of those things where, I mean, I I love my body most of the time. I'm happy that I am who I am, but a lot of the times when I just want to be presentable in the workplace because I do work an office job, um, you know, it doesn't really matter what I look like, what I put on. I it still is viewed as sexual, which really bothers me because it's just like, oh, I'm just trying to look not attractive, but like presentable. Um, And then in the dating world, especially for me personally in the summer, having boobs this size, if I do not wear like something that has a little bit of like air like <laughs> like a crop top or like something a little bit low cut like not even low cut because i don't think it's low cut on anyone else but you know just something i will be so hot <laughs> physically hot
2: <laughs> only because yeah the boobs are just really hot yeah no it's true people they ordered today it came in the tata towel I don't know.
1: Is that the boob sweat towel? Yes, it is. Wait, is it one that like it like wraps around your neck and then like holds your boob? Does it lift at all?
2: Well, I haven't really tried it. It came in today and I was like, oh, I'm just going to I saw it and I knew about it for a long time. But all of a sudden I was like, I'm just going to order it and see how it feels and if it works. So I will report back when I've tried it
1: tell me but this is for only like after you showered right that's the only purpose
2: yeah it is the only purpose people
1: yeah. are not walking around in a ta-ta towel outside i mean more power to them if they are i guess uh, i don't care
2: <laughs> i mean it could look sort of cute. it's like a sort of a halter but i think it's hard on your neck if you would walk around I mean, if you
1: could get it, yes. I mean, I don't know. I've tried to wear like halter top bikinis torture. That's a torture device if you have boobs. And I don't know how much they weigh, but they're very heavy.
2: (laughs) No, it is like the pressure on your back. And usually the bikinis also has a knot in the back. So that like pokes in your neck.
1: Got it. No, that's true too. I haven't tried in years. I can't even imagine at this point.
2: What do you wear bikini wise?
1: Bikini wise, I have several bikinis. I bought one from ASOS that has absolutely no support, but it's very, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of like wearing like a t-shirt bra, like there's no underwire, there's no real cupping, which hmm. which sucks. It I don't think it looks amazing, but it's a really cute color. And um, like, it's like a lime green, but then I bought one where I can actually swim in from curvy Kate. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just bought the top. Like I don't really care about a bottom, but it's not overly cute either, but which kind of like, it just kind of sucks. I'm just kind of like, I want to wear something like sexy to the beach, but um, yeah, it's, it it works. It works.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's a struggle. Kirby kid is getting, I just saw their new catalog. Sorry. That's shop talk, but I no, no,
1: no. it's okay. Hopefully someone who has huge tits loves this. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, but uh, I just saw Kirby Kid's new catalog for the bikinis and they have a really cute triangle bikini. That's like not halter top that you can um, uh, switch. So it's like black on one side and the other side is blue snake prints wow i'm excited about that that's for next summer do you know
1: what size oh for next summer what size is it go up to do you think
2: i think it goes up to a jacob
1: holy shit!
2: yeah so i can totally we can experiment i can totally order for you
1: oh my god i mean people just do not know and so like I know the clothing because I read something the other day so this is why it's on so prevalent on my mind but um just with like uh fat phobia in the clothing industry in general like I saw something that was like from a specific store that said that most of their business happens to be around size 14. And Mm -hmm. I know that that is, I think, still the average size of a woman in the U.S. Mm -hmm. is a size 14. I just, I don't, that's the other thing why it's so confusing why people don't cater to bigger
2: sizes. (laughs) People are losing money. That's the thing. Like, I don't understand that either because there are so many stores for size, like four till 10 or whatever, but they're losing all these like potential customers.
1: I don't get it.
2: I don't understand it either at all. Um,
1: but I, like, do you think the reason is just fat phobia? Like that has to be the only reason. Like what other reason?
2: Well, for smaller brands, you know, for boutique brands in clothing or in lingerie, it's just that they don't have the money bandwidth to do, to make more sizes. Mm-hmm. But like the more, um, the bigger brands, I have no idea. I think, yeah.
1: That's what it has to be. I remember I was like, this was years ago. I was like, a, I'm not that tall. So I'm a size, where at the time I was like a size 14 and I'm short. So it's like a 14 short, 14S, they call it. And I went to an American Eagle and I was like, hi, well, do you have a size 14? because I couldn't find one that was a short. And they're like, we have a 14, but not for people that size and that short. And I was like, damn, dude. Like, <laughs> they were like, you can go online. And like, first of all, he was just like, a clerk uh, store associate at American Eagle. It's not like he was the CEO of American Eagle. So I don't know why he was defending the store's honor in such a way. But like, it's so silly to me that you would sell like one size because you're just like, I guess a lot of people are coming in for that. But not the short. That's too much. You can't be fat and short. Like, fuck American Eagle. I'll never go back.
2: (laughs) Yeah, fuck American Eagle. Although they do... Aries is their lingerie department. Yes. And they're now very famous, of like, because of their inclusive campaigns. But I get really angry about that because I'm like, I can not, I, I can still not wear any of their underwear, like, or their bras or anything. So they really, I mean, they're pansies, maybe, but I, like, they don't make or close to like no. a certain size.
1: You know, in like Fenty, I love the look of so many Fenty products, but mm. their curvy stuff is really ugly, to be honest with you. Have you looked at their, um, like, what do you call it? Like a baby doll? Like they have like the baby doll lingerie. It's just, it's almost kind of like a, a little bit like offensive because they're like the other side of their lingerie because they say curvy and then they don't say anything. It's just normal for the other side. It's so beautiful. And I'm yeah. like, this is so sexy and it's only $20. Wow. And then of course, nothing even close to my size.
2: Well, I don't understand why the brands uh, don't just make the same styles in more sizes. Um, I mean, yes. I, and- <laughs> the pattern a little bit to give them like the same support but just make it look aesthetically the same i don't i really don't understand that
1: no i don't understand that at all like you'll see brands that have like beautiful flowing outfits and then for like straight sizes straight sizes in the u.s or I think 0 through 12 or 14, depending on the store. And then the other sizes, if they have them, are like patterned, like these ugly-ass patterns, huge as hell. And I'm like, who the fuck is buying this? Who is buying this?
2: The pattern situation, I really don't understand because that's a thing that I really avoid because if I wear a lot of patterns on my shirts, it looks like super grandma-y and well i just i don't know it just is fucking stupid no i don't know who buys them maybe older older clientele but with Vansy, the thing is i really want to love them because they are really doing their best and they're trying but um they also they make like band sizes like I don't know until like 46 or 48 maybe but cup size wise they also still don't go bigger than f
1: yes no exactly I mean yeah no they have nothing even close to my size not even close um I think they and it's like I'm kind of like in this weird spot where um my band size is like a little bit larger but it's not like super plus no where um they have something that's like yeah so the band size doesn't isn't even in their range of like the big cop sizes so whatever but their fashion show is incredible very diverse exactly. i loved that um their show the show they had on hulu of their show in
2: February,
1: I think it came out. It was beautiful.
2: Okay, I will check it out.
1: You should check it out. They had a lot of like black models. It was really sexy. There was everyone was in lingerie. There was men in pajamas. There was rapping. There was music. It was so beautiful. I was so horny and just so in love. uh <laughs> Wanted to shop. Like I literally got on after, and I was like, "Fuck, nothing will fit me, and if it will, it'll look very bad." <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's this one. But yeah, they maybe they will they will get there. They also are pretty young still. They're new. They're
1: new. I think they like have expanded their range already. So hopefully, and they're so affordable too that I would love to see like just more affordable options in general. It's I don't know. I just it's horrible. Um,
0: so
2: check out um. Playful promises, but I will have, I'm going to get like a really cute. So in next month. Yeah. So you can try them.
1: Let me know. I love coming into your store. I will always shop there. Um, I'm actually moving like right across from there pretty much. That's awesome. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be there all the time. Once I make an appointment, <laughs> um, has anyone, and I, I don't want to highlight, negative experiences but i think people find negative experiences interesting has Mm -hmm. anyone ever come in and like cried while trying something on
2: yes um during valentine's day oh no Uh, that was just that was a horrible day well because it's not like Valentine's Day itself, but it was the weekend before, and it was this Valentine's Day, and it was during, um, like, you know, that I was so busy that, um, because of the New York Times article, that I was super overwhelmed, and I was by myself in the shop, and then uh, somebody came in, and they had to wait a little bit, and then, but they were alone, and then there were all these couples, and then at first, There was a courier girl um, because normally when you come into the shop, I I can explain what my shop is about. So even if you want to look around, I always tell people like, oh, I have over 150 sizes, not everything's hanging out. So let me know if you need anything. Um, And then but because I was so busy, I couldn't tell that one customer that. So she was a curvier customer and she was like, oh, you portray yourself as so inclusive and I see only one thing in my size, this and that. And like, she like first, like was sort of attacking me. um, And I just put this, like, you know, the the dressing room was just free for this other lady that was waiting for a while. So I then like, I had to, Played to that one woman that was attacking me like okay listen I actually have a lot in your size But I have all these sizes so I can't have everything always hang out But like just go into the dressing room and I'll hand you a bunch of stuff She left happy but I was sort of already like very uh, Flustered by that and then I went to into the other dressing room With the lady that I had to wait for a while and then she was Crying and I was like oh my god Was know. she
1: crying like Valentine's Day crying? Yeah. Okay. See, no, I asked because just uh, in general, I think lingerie shopping is so hard because you're yeah. like, you're looking at yourself, a lot of women or a lot of just people in general feel so into. It's such a vulnerable moment, you know?
2: It is vulnerable. Yeah, you mean like cry. Well, I mean, I personally have cried many, many times in dressing room. <laughs> bras but i haven't really had it no i had one person because she had breast reduction and then i fitted her and she was a bigger size than she thought she was so really yeah so she was upset about that but that's also what i tell a lot of people that if people tell me that they're gonna do breast reduction I always warn that, like, tell them like, okay, your doctor's not a raw fitter. So if you have, if you tell them that you want a C cup and you won't get a C cup, it's not because it's probably they are better in proportion because they just look at you like, okay, what fits your body versus like, oh, this is the size that you are actually, like you are actually.
1: Yes. No, I am. I tried to get a breast reduction years ago and it's, Mm -hmm. it's a really long process to get it covered by insurance Yeah, because you have to see a physical therapist for a year. You have to prove that you're in horrible pain every day and Mm -hmm. they make you lose a bunch of weight. Uh, But they they basically told me the same thing that they were just like, cause I was like, I want to be like a double D. I feel like that will work with my body. That I have no idea what a double D really looks like, but I was like, I feel like that will work with my body. That will look, that's still big enough that I can do things and wear things. And they were just like, we'll try, I guess. <laughs> like we don't really work that way.
2: doesn't work. I think that a double D would be too small for you. That's also what I tell my customers. I think if you would go to a G or a double F, that would have been already, uh, that would been good for you.
1: No, that's true. I would not want to be a Double D these days.
2: No, now that you know, yeah. No,
1: for sure not. I'm actually pretty content with the size that I am. Yeah. Uh, The only thing that bothers me about the size that I am is lack of opportunities to find something cute. Bra-wise and just clothing-wise that will fit with a bra. Yeah. um, Yeah. and I think that's about it.
2: Right, that you are, because I feel the same way. Like, I think you are beautiful and you do not, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, um, I used you're to-
1: beautiful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, but I wanted to breast reduction too when I was, like, you know, younger. And my mom was like, oh, yeah, like, my mom didn't want me to do it because she was like, I want you to, um, like, ha- be able to breastfeed your children because mm-hmm. there is a chance that you can't and then i was really mad at her that she felt that way and that we couldn't like well but we did go to the doctor to inform whatever but she was very much against it and i was like ah you
0: don't know how i feel
2: <laughs> but then now i'm so happy that i didn't do it because like the boobs are part of who we are
1: you know yeah I'm, i love it i really do i like i'm about to maybe start an only fans you know, this is this is maybe how I'm gonna pay my rent. This is how you pay your rent.
2: <laughs> it's part, yeah.
1: You, you model your bras so beautifully. Like you don't have to mostly hire a model. So that's great for you.
2: Well, I do that because, <laughs> it is very funny because I did not think that I would be um, in my underwear on the internet on a daily basis <laughs> like a few years ago. <laughs> But um, one, like, you know, I have constantly new styles coming in, and I just want to show them off right away, so I don't want to, like, wait for it to shoot it with a model and stuff like that. Of course.
1: That doesn't make sense, financially or time-wise. How would that possibly make sense?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Then... If I just do a stock photo, they don't get as much like attention because like when I model, my customers are like, oh my God, we know her. That's Laura. How cute, you know? You're building a
1: brand. You're a social media mogul, 10,000 followers. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, totally. (laughs) No, no, no. It has, you have built a, I don't want to, maybe cult following. Does that work for this instance? But people are diehard Rack Shack fans. You know, if you Google Rack Shack, people are like, I will never go anywhere else. And I actually posted a while ago uh, on my Facebook, just like out of curiosity, I was just like, hey, like where do people go for like bras that are big and like, you know, but it's a good place to shop. And people were like, torrid. <laughs> yeah exactly so one person said torrid uh one other person said i can't remember what they said like maybe it was fenty and then like seven people were like rock shack, rock shack, rock shack, and i was like okay cool got it got it got it got
2: it <laughs> you're the of course um comedy like comedy uh scene and i have a lot of comedians that are my customers too so it's like funny
1: yeah i mean well no oh that makes a lot of sense you do have a um comedy show that's hosted there and i remember like walking in and being like hmm because i didn't know that before i went in and i was like this would be the perfect place for a comedy show And I was like, hey, have you ever thought about having a comedy show here? And you're like, we already have one. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel hot?
2: I feel super hot.
1: <laughs> Good. Yeah, I mean, is it like posting online in your bra that's made you feel super hot or just in general?
2: Um, well, yeah, I can talk about this for a long time No. I mean, of course I don't feel hot all the time, but like-
1: Who does? (laughs)
2: um, I mean, posting in my bras, of course, always like nice and validating if I get a lot of like comments and likes, but it's more feeling cute and having like, having actually the opportunity to have really cute and sexy lingerie that helps.
1: Fashion, what you're wearing, transformative, totally support it. And you are really cute. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, well I believe that we have come to the end thank you so much for doing this is there anything that you would like to promote
2: not something specific because like I used to have all these events and and stuff um, which is not gonna happen anytime soon but well I would say get a a book an appointment to get fitted yes yeah. Um, I have a lot of fun new stuff coming in. So, you know, just come and
1: see me. Of course, of course. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great night. You too. This was great. Thank you. All, right. All right, bye. Bye.
0: So that was the conversation with Jade Marcotte and Laura Henney, my lovely wife who I'm super proud of. And I realized listening back to that episode, um, that's before... We had any idea that the rack shack was was going to be moving at the end of uh the lease we were at um we just happened to find this beautiful new space 17th Fame street where it is open now the links are in the show notes so definitely check out the rack shack if you are in the market for lingerie um also please support jade marcotte um that was a great interview check out her podcast i'm hot right for lots of fun um Dope interviews like that. And uh thanks again to her for coming on my show and for letting me recast this episode. Um, because I wanted to to show and share uh my wonderful wife and what what she's been up to um with the Rack Shack for the past um five years now. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. And if you hear this uh barking happening in the background, that's our dogs barking at this possum that's been uh been visiting lately so that's my cue um subscribe rate review and share bushwick variety show and i'm hot right and keep being creative and share what you got with the world (laughs) thank you for listening i'm gonna go bring these dogs in um so i'll talk to you later peace